praise the Lord tonight. Good evening to everyone. Glory to God. Um, Wednesday night, Bible study. Um, pray that you are doing well this evening. Um, praise God for Bible study. Amen. Right? Yeah. Um, we, um, we were, and we have been dealing with in our Bible study for the last several weeks, um, really since the beginning of the year, uh, living by faith. And um, last, well, not last week, the week before, because we didn't have Bible study last week, but the week before we, we were talking about, in fact, we did it for two weeks, having faith for healing, yes. right? And we're mm -hmm. talking about living by faith and having faith for healing. And um, we praise God for that, amen, to, to, to know that, first of all, the Lord wants us healed. He wants us healthy yes. and whole, amen. Um, by his stripes we are healed. Um, Jesus' body was battered and bruised that ours would be made whole. Um, and we have to fight for it, though, right? Again, yes. we've been talking about this, that we, you know, the just shall live by faith. Right, and the faith that we have is directed in a certain way. It's yes. directed toward God. Jesus said in Mark chapter eleven, "Have faith in God," and so the just shall live by faith in God. Amen. And so, um, but it's a battle and it's a fight, and um, we continue to come and study the Word so that our faith can grow and be strengthened so that we can contend for the faith, we can fight the good fight of faith, and that all the things that God says belongs to us, we can have them in Jesus' name. Yes. And so we continue with, with this study because it's so important, right? We have to live by faith, right? That's what God says, the just shall live by faith. And so we want to encourage, continue to encourage everyone to build up their faith, exercise their faith, so that the promises of God can be real in your life. Yes. Amen. Amen. And so we were talking about faith for healing. Amen. And we and we we went through it, right? We talked about how this is a controversial or sore subject for many, right? Because we mm -hmm. talked about believing for healing and seeing, you know, not getting the healing and or not mm -hmm. seeing a loved one be healed. I mean, we we've all gone through that. And, you know, some of the things we just can't understand in terms of the will of the Lord in a particular situation. Um, but I think we can generally know that God wants us to be healed. And so we should pray according to that yes. and believe on that. And we have to remember there have been many times where we prayed for healing and healing came. <laughs> mm -hmm. Right. Um, and so we can't define God by the times that it didn't. Right? Because many times the healing came. Right. So, um, but we praise God for that. We put um, on, I saw it, amen, the um, the notes or the uh, the scriptures. We had a hundred uh, or a few, more than a hundred scriptures on healing that we put online to go along with the study. And mm -hmm. so, uh, if you haven't gotten that, you know, go to the website, download it, and get it in your spirit. Amen. Amen. Um, today, glory to God, we want to begin 
talking about, again, we're continuing with Living by Faith, and today we want to talk about faith for finances. Amen. Amen. Because, you know, having your health is vitally important, right? Um, we need to be healthy and strong for so many reasons. Um, but having your finances in order and having what you need in order to take care of yourself and others, glory yes. to God, and others, um, oh, we got to get that part right there, mm -hmm. and others, uh, glory to God, um, is also important, right? Amen. And, you know, so many um, of us at various times, even now, or, you know, we've been in a place where, you know, we need increase, right? Yes. We need to be able, to, or we want to be able to do certain things. And, you know, the Bible says money answereth all things. Yes. Amen. Right? Um, and so, you know, we need finances, right? And we need adequate finances to take care of our situation and our circumstances. And we want to talk about having faith for finances. Amen. Amen. And so we were talking about having faith for healing. Now we want to get to another practical application of our faith. Because how many of you know, if, if, if it's no use to be told the just shall live by faith and you just know that as a general concept, there needs to be specific applications yes. for our faith, right? Amen. We need to be applying it in certain areas and in fact, in all areas of our lives including finances. And so Amen. we talked about health and today we want to talk about faith for finances. Amen. Amen. Um, we're going to um, go to Galatians chapter 3 to start. Galatians chapter 3. And we're going to read verses 13 and 14 there as we, as we continue with living by faith, our Bible study. And talking about faith for finances. And we're going to go to Galatians chapter 3, and let's look at um, verse 13 and 14 there. It says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, Cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree, that the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Amen. Amen. That was Galatians chapter 3, 13, 14. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your name. We thank you, yes, God, Father. for another Bible study. Father, we're praying, oh God, that the Holy Spirit will lead us, guide us into all truth, the yes, truth that Father. will thank make you, us Jesus. free. And Father God, we thank you, God, for the deposits that shall be made in us, O oh God. Father, we humble ourselves before you, and we ask you to have your way in the name of way, Jesus Lord. Christ. And Father, I pray right now, God, that you will word my mouth, glory to God. You said, open your mouth, and I will fill it. Yes. And so, Father, I open my mouth, and I believe it is filled with the word of God. And so, Father, I thank you for it, I bless you for it, and we give you all praise, all glory be unto our God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. So Galatians chapter 3, we read 13 and 14. Um, and we're talking about faith for finances. So let, let, let's begin here. Um, as we look in the scripture, let's start with the scripture. Um, in 
Galatians 3 and 13, it says, Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And he did that by becoming a curse for us, the scripture says. Yes. And how did he become a curse for us? Because he was hung on the tree. When he yes. hung on that cross, he, he, was, he, had, he was hung on the tree. Yes. And so he became curse for us. Just as Paul said that he became sin for us. Right. right? Mm -hmm. He who knew no sin, right, was made sin for us that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Yes. And so we understand that that glory to God, that the wonderful work of Christ was a substitutionary one. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. That, you know, he took our place, you know? Yeah. You know, in, in like in basketball games and stuff, you know, sometimes there's a guy on the court and, and, and the coach sends in a sub. Mm -hmm. He subs him out. And so the sub comes in and he takes the place of the guy who's on the court. Right. You know, he subbed him out. But Jesus subbed us out of a life of from condemnation and sin and the wrath of God, yes. right? That's the court we were on, right? Mm -hmm. We were on the court of condemnation. We were on the court of wrath of God. We were on the court of sin. And God looked down the bench and he saw his son and he said, go sub him out. And right. Jesus went on the court and took our place. Yes. yes. And now here we are, the righteousness of God in him. And likewise, Jesus, it says here, that he redeemed us. He purchased us. Mm -hmm. He bought us out from under the curse of the law. And how did he do it? By becoming a curse himself when he hung on, on the tree. Now, that curse of the law, as we just said, is like is God's wrath and God's condemnation. And Jesus, amen, saved us from that. Yes. When we accept him as Lord and Savior, we now, there is therefore now what? No condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. So we are saved from condemnation. We are saved from the wrath of God. That's what it means to be saved, right. really, right? That's what we're saved from, from the condemnation and the wrath. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it, part of, so that's certainly part of the curse. And But the other part is this, is that as we live on this earth, there's a curse that's in the earth. How many of you know, even the earth is cursed. Right. Mm -hmm. Right? From the time Adam and Eve sinned, the earth became cursed. Right. Right? That's why before, it just brought forth all the beautiful, you know, uh, flowers and trees and, and it had crops and, right? It just, it just brought forth and Adam just had to tend to the garden. But then after he sinned, right, God said, from the sweat of your brow now, you're going to have to earn your living. And there was weeds and all that kind of things. And, and Paul even says that that nature is groaning, waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. Yes. So this whole earth is like under a, a, a curse. Um, and, and so part of this... When we talk about the curse of the law, we're talking about the wrath and the condemnation. But we're also, 
If you look in Deuteronomy, and we don't have time to go through all of it, but you know, in Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 through 14, mm -hmm. talks about the blessing, right? We're blessed in the city, we're blessed in the field, we're blessed as we come, we're blessed as we go. The blessing of the Lord comes upon us and overtakes mm -hmm. us and on and so forth. And it, t and it tells us that in Deuteronomy 28, 1 through 14. And then from Deuteronomy 28, 15 to 60, 68, mm -hmm. it talks about the curse. It talks about the blessing in 1 through 14. Isn't that something? But then the curse is set out in verses 15 through 68. And when you look at that and all the things that are outlined as far as the curse of the law, it really can be summarized with, with, with sickness, disease, poverty, and lack. Right. Right? Sickness, disease, poverty, and lack. And we already talked about, you know, faith for healing and how it's God's will to heal us. So that's the sickness and disease part. But then it's the poverty and lack. Mm -hmm. And poverty and lack is part of the curse of the law. Yes. And if and if we've been redeemed, glory to God, if we've been redeemed, as the scripture says, from the curse of the law, then we've been redeemed from sickness, disease, poverty, and lack. Now you say, well, then why do, why do we, you know, as Christians, why do we, you know, have sickness, disease, poverty, and lack among us? Mm -hmm. I just, we're redeemed from it. Right. But 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 part of it is this. Lord, help me with this one. I don't know. I don't know a. I, I've never met. I've never met a born again believer who questions their salvation. Right. Mm -hmm. I've, I've never. I've never met one, and maybe somebody has, but I haven't. I've never met one. But I will tell you this. I've met plenty of believers who question healing for themselves or someone else. And I've met plenty of believers who have questioned prosperity yes. for themselves or for others. Mm -hmm. And why is that? I believe part of it is because salvation is taught, right, mm -hmm. as an unassailable truth from the Word of God. Whereas things like healing and financial prosperity and prosperity generally, because it's not just financial prosperity, is something that is divided in the body. So you have some who teach it, some who believe it, some who don't. And so what happens, I think, is that it's not as foundational as salvation is. Right. And so... so if I can confess with my mouth and believe in my heart, oh, I'm saved. And you can't tell me anything about that. But someone now say to you, well, does God want you to be, you know, to be in lack or does he want you to have more than enough? Oh, you'll get so many, so many differences of opinion. Because there's some people who believe in this so-called suffering servant and, you know, God wants me to, you know, go through this with grace and all the rest of it. And I just want to say something to you right now. I believe that God wants you to be so blessed that you not only can take care of yourself, but that you can be a blessing to other people. Right. And we're going to go through scripture to see that. 
So it's not just the, 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 the preacher saying that. It's God who says that. Right. And we have to get as, as convinced in our spirit when it comes to our financial prosperity and our overall prosperity as we are in our salvation. We have to be as convinced of that. How many people are suffering in their finances? Mm. How many people either now or at some point in your life? We all have been through it, haven't we? Yeah. Right? We've all been through it. Is that the will of God for you? Nope. <laughs> Glory to God for my wife. <laughs> Amen. No, it's not. Amen. But Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. And part of that curse, yes, it's 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 the wrath of God, it's the condemnation. We're redeemed from that. Praise God for that. But we're also redeemed from from sickness, disease, poverty, and lack. And today we're talking about faith for finances. And so we're going to focus on the poverty and lack. We're redeemed from that. Amen. Why don't we get that? Why don't we have that as a starting point? And even if that's a stumbling block for some, let's just build line by line, little by little, and go from there, right? Let's start mm -hmm. with this. I'm redeemed from poverty and lack. Amen. So watch this. So we say, well, why is poverty and lack come? Well, see, if poverty and lack is, is somewhere in your life, right, then treat it as a trespasser. Amen. See, some of us treat the things that aren't promised to us by God as honored guests, as if they belong here, <laughs> when they don't. So, so if 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 we if 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 we can start with this and say, I've been redeemed from poverty and lack. So therefore, if the devil tries to whisper in my ear poverty and lack, the devil is a liar. Amen. If if things try to come into my life telling me I'm going to lack and not have enough, no, I'm I'm going to treat that. As an enemy, I'm going to treat yeah. that as a trespasser. Why? Because it contravenes the promise of God. Yes. Amen. So, so let's start there. That that we've been redeemed from poverty and lack. Mm -hmm. Amen. That's a starting point. Now let let's turn to Third John chapter two, verse two. Third John, verse two. Um, Third John, verse two says, "Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper." And be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Beloved, I wish above all things that thou may prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospers. Now, Paul wrote in 2 Timothy 3 and 16 that, that all scripture, right, mm -hmm. is inspired by God. All scripture. So, when we pick up this word and we read the word... And we see, you know, right, this is an inspired word of God. Right. Right. Now, we got to be careful with that, right? Because, like, you know, when Job's wife said, curse God and die, mm -hmm. <laughs> that's not inspired. Right. Amen. <laughs> right. <laughs> that's just foolishness right there. But here, when John is writing to his beloved, you know, friend Gaius, and he says, beloved, I wish that you prosper and be in health even as our soul prospers. Because we can see that this is consistent with God's will for his children. Remember, we've been talking about the fact that we're God's children. Right. Right? Be mm -hmm. imitators of God as dear children. Do you really believe that your heavenly father who owns a cattle on a thousand hills wants his children to be walking around in poverty and lack? Nope. Mm -mm. One of the things that he always said to 
you know, from the time he called Abraham out of his country, he said, I'm going to bless you. That was one of the first things he said to him. And he wants other nations, he wants other peoples to see how good he is by the way his people yes. live. Mm -hmm. Do you remember when the Queen of Sheba came to visit Solomon? Mm -hmm. And Solomon was the richest man in the world and everybody knew that. She knew that. But when she got there and she said, I heard about you. Right. But when I saw your servants and I saw this and I saw that and I saw this and I saw the other, she said to Solomon, the half has not been told. Mm -hmm. See, that is what God wants to demonstrate. He wants to demonstrate his goodness, his grace, his abundance and, 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 and his love for his children in such a way that the world looks at, at, at the people of God and go, yeah, that's a good God. Amen. The half has not been told. Amen. And so here, the word says, the inspired word of God says that that, that uh, God wants us to prosper and be in health, even as our soul prospers. Um, but here's the thing. Why, why would God want to prosper us? I think that's a fair question. Right. And, uh, for someone to ask, because people say, well, everybody's not prospering. That's true. Everybody's not saved either. Right. But do we question that it's the will of God to save everybody? Because okay. he says, I don't want one man to perish. Right. God wants to save everyone, but everyone is not saved right. and everyone's not going to be saved because they have to make a choice to accept the gift of salvation. Yes. Ah, glory to God. God's will is to prosper, but not everyone is prospering. But that doesn't mean it's not God's will to prosper. Right. I'm talking about his children now. Because we have to accept that prosperity is part of our inheritance in Christ. Now, so why does God want us to prosper? Can we turn to the beginning? I like going to Genesis sometimes to start there. And we talked about Abraham being called out of his country and, and from his kindred. So let's go to Genesis 12. And we see there the call of Abraham and what God said to Abram. I call him Abraham, but Abram at this time. What God said to Abram when he called him out. In verse 1 it says, Now the Lord has said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country and from thy kindred and from thy father's house unto a land that I will show thee. And I will make of thee a great nation and I will bless thee and make thy name great and thou shalt be a blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee and curse them that curseth thee and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. Mm -hmm. It was a sevenfold promise he made to Abraham as he called him out. Part of what you see here, right? God wanted Abram, right, to be called apart and to be separate so that God could show the world through Abraham how good God is. Right. And he said, I'm going to make you a great nation. But the second thing he said was, I'm going to bless thee. And then the fourth thing he said was, and you shall be a blessing. So one of the reasons God wants to bless us is so that we can be a blessing others right how many of you know 
Jesus came to earth and he walked as a man and he was limited by taking on, you know, the, the, the form of a, of a man and the form of a servant. He was limited because he can only be in one place at one time. Jesus now has ascended back to the father. And when he comes back, he's coming back for his church. Right. Mm -hmm. So what happens in the meantime? How is God going to move and shake, so to speak, in the earth? You know how he's going to do it? He's going to do it through us. Right. He's going to do it through the ones who believe in Christ. Those who are called by his name. That's how he's going to do it. So part of, why does God want to prosper me? Why does God want to prosper you? So that you can bless other people. Mm -hmm. You be blessed. And it's not you to be blessed to build a bigger barn. Right. And to store up goods for yourself. But for you to be a blessing in the earth, showing forth the goodness of God. Because as God has blessed you, freely as you receive, freely you give. And you want to be a blessing unto other people. And so here's the thing. When we then start and say, wait a minute, I've been redeemed from poverty and lack. And you develop a spiritual refusal yes. for poverty and lack. And then on the positive side, you say, God wants me to be blessed so that I can be a blessing. Yes. See, now you're starting to operate according to what God wants for your life. Now, I don't want to be blessed so I can show off, so I can go post on Facebook and show everybody what I have. Amen. That's not why God is doing things. Right. God wants to bless you and he wants to prosper you even in your finances so that you can be a blessing to someone else. Oh, yeah. Someone else has a need, you can help meet it. Amen. I want to, no, this is no, we got to hold on to that one. Okay. But, <laughs> right, so you can help meet the need, right? And so he wants you to be blessed. He wants me to be blessed so that we can help meet that need. Now, let's talk about being blessed. I like the one of the one of the definitions I like of of of, of blessed is empowered to prosper. Yes. Empowered mm -hmm. to prosper. See, we're all blessed, mm -hmm. but we're just empowered. See, you gotta use your power, right? It's yes. sort of like, you know, electricity is in the room. But until you split the light switch, right. it's dark. Mm -hmm. No power has been released. You got to do something to release the power that's there. Right. You got to turn on the switch. You just can't yeah. walk into a dark room, leave the light switch off and say, why is it dark in here? Right. You, there's no power. No, there's power in the room, but you have to turn on the switch. Right. We've been empowered to prosper, but we're not all prospering. Why? Because not all of us are turning on the switch. Mm. And that switch is activated by faith. We have to turn on the switch so that the power that we have to prosper can be activated. But we're, 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 we're blessed. We're empowered to prosper so that we can bless others, so that they now can be empowered to prosper. You see how it goes? Mm -hmm. And then they can prosper someone, and then it goes on and on and on. And the goodness of God spreads in the earth. And when we talk about prosper or prosperity, let's think about it this way, that it's, it's a state of having resources and ability to accomplish the will of God. Yes. See, see, this is where we, glory to God. And see, this is where we miss it because we think prosperity, oh, let me get a bigger house, bigger car, bigger this, bigger that. Right. You know, more this, no, no, no. God wants to, and see, this is why some people aren't prospering because, you know how God says, you ask for things 
but you ask amiss. Yes. See, see, we pray for, or for if you pray for resources so that you can have bigger and better and bigger and better, you're asking amiss. Mm-hmm. See, see, God wants us to prosper so that we can have resources and the ability to accomplish his will in the earth. Yes. Glory to God. Now, that doesn't mean that you can't have nice things. God gives us richly all things to enjoy, the Bible says. But, but the purpose is not the things. See, see, God doesn't have a problem with you and I having money. He has a problem with, with money having us. Yes. See, where it's got a hold on us and we're fixated on it, right? The love of money is what? The root of all evil. Mm-hmm. See, it's the love of it. Money's not evil. It's the love of it. And God doesn't mind you having money. He doesn't mind me having money as long as we know that we are blessed and we're prospering in order to be a blessing unto others and that he's given us this resources and this ability to accomplish his will in the earth. And when we start to develop the right mindset about money and stop trying to treat it like it's a dirty word, because listen... When you go to the grocery store, you you can't pay with scripture. Mm-hmm. Amen. You can't pray with 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 a devotional. <laughs> they gonna look for money, right? PSE and G Life Company. They don't want to hear this about they. <laughs> they want a check that doesn't bounce. They want money, right? So we need it. So it's not a dirty word. But more than that, we have to be the ones to be generous with the resources that God gives us in order to meet the needs in the earth. Jesus said the poor will be with you always. And so who's going to reach out to the poor if it's not going to be? uh, We should be the first ones on the front lines to be reaching out to the poor to meet their needs. See, that's the will of God. Right? To take care of the widows and the orphans and, and the poor and the needy. That's God's will. And so he puts something in our hands and he puts resources in our hands and we are of the mindset, I'm blessed to be a blessing. Yeah. And so now I'm looking to see how I can help others who are in need. Yeah. See, God said, I can trust that man. I can trust that woman. And he has no problem continuing to give you resources because he knows that resources and finances don't have you, but that he can give them to you and you will carry out his will in the earth. Glory to God. And see, so when we get into that mindset, oh, you'll see, God will overflow your cup. Because he knows he can trust you. Because he knows you are in line with his program. For what he wants to do in the earth. Amen. Um, so we're blessed to be a blessing. Now I want to look at something else here too. Why does God want to prosper us? And it's in line with what we just said. Uh, you know, the devil can can try to get in the way right away, babe. You know, by saying things like. Well, you talking about he talking about you giving to somebody else. You don't have enough for yourself. See, but you got to get out of that mindset. Amen. See, That's right. you got to get out of that mindset and get in line with what God. But again, remember what we said. Let's just start with the fundamentals. I've been redeemed from poverty and lack. 
Amen. Jesus has redeemed me from poverty and lack. So if you say, well, right now I have lack. Well, you got to you got to reject that. Amen. Right. Because you get, when I say rejected, it, it, it sounds easier than, you know, but what I'm trying to say is don't be satisfied with that. And don't say, you know, don't don't accept it and receive it. Right. Right. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. That word want is I shall not lack. Amen. Right. Amen. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not lack. So that's the, that's gotta be, you know, what we fill our heart with. Right. I shall not lack, you know, so we start with that and then we, and then we go, God wants to prosper me. Right. He wants to prosper. He's the beloved. I wish above all things that you prosper and be in healthy and as your soul prospers. And why does he want to prosper me? Because he, he wants me, he wants me to be blessed so that I can bless others. Yes. Right. He wants me to be blessed so I can bless others. And, and the prosperity is not just about money. Because how many of you know you can prosper in your health? You can prosper in your mind. Right. You know, having peace of mind is yes. prospering. Yes. Having a strong, healthy body is prospering. Having finances is prospering. Yes. Having good relationships is prospering. God wants to prosper us. He wants us to have what we need, the resources and the ability to go out and accomplish his will. Yes. And when we start with there. We now start to look at money and, and we're not looking to get the latest this, the latest gadget, the biggest thing, the best thing. Doesn't mean you can't buy nice things for yourself, but you know that's not the purpose, the, the primary purpose of it, right? Yeah. You, you you look to do the will of the Lord in the earth. Now, watch this. In Deuteronomy 8, in Deuteronomy 8 and verse 18, God said this. He said, thou shalt remember the Lord thy God. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Amen. It is he that giveth. He's talking to his people here, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it, it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Now, I don't know about you. I read this and I said, if God gave me power to get wealth, I may as well get wealth. Amen. Amen. That's right. Because otherwise I'm squandering what he gave me. That's right. He gave me, he gave you, he gave us power to get wealth. But it's the reason for it. Watch this. For it is he that giveth thee power to get wealth. Why? That he may establish his covenant, which he swear unto thy fathers as it is this day. Hmm. And what was the covenant? What he talked to Abraham about. Right. Yeah. Being a mighty nation and blessing him. Right. Making his name great. And he's going to be a blessing and all those things. That's part of the covenant. Blessed to be a blessing. That's part of the covenant. Yeah. So 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 God has given me power to get wealth, given you power to get wealth, given us power to get wealth. Not so we can build bigger houses. Yeah. Not so we can have the latest this, that or the other. Again, no problem if you do that. If. If you if if you you know have nice things, no problem, as long as you put first things first, and first things first is not taking care of you know making sure we got the latest this that or the other. The first things first is I gotta bless other people. First things okay. first is God is blessing me so that He can establish His covenant in the yes. earth. Mm -hmm. 
That's why God has given me the power to get wealth so that he can establish his covenant in the earth through me. Yes. That he can bless other people through me. That he can reach other people with the message of his goodness through me. Come on, somebody. Mm -hmm. See, this is how we have to be thinking. And if God says that he established a covenant with us, right, then, 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 you know, then we have to be covenant-minded. Yes. Right? And realize God, is, God wants to use us to reach this earth. You said, well, why does he need finances to do that? Okay. Because, <laughs> again, because financial need is in the earth. You have mm -hmm. to realize that, right? And, and, and think about it this way. The neighbor's kid, or let's not even make it the neighbor's kid, your niece or your nephew, Mm -hmm. Smart has the ability to go to college, but doesn't have the finances. Yes, you're a born again believer. You and tell me that if God prospered you to the place where you could write a check to pay their tuition, you wouldn't do it. That's part of the blessing. Yeah. And now you're going to empower them to go forth and prosper, yeah. right? Your cousin, your sibling, looking to buy a house, lacking the funds for the down payment. Mm -hmm. Wouldn't it be a blessing if you had the resources yes, to give them the yeah. down payment? See, but if your mind is not like that, if your mind is, I got to keep mine, I got to give it, see, then God can't trust you. Mm -hmm. And so he'll give you, right? He can't trust you because uh, why am I going to give you an abundance if you just want to keep it for yourself? We got to be mind, have a mindset like he had. And you said, well, what is that going to do with his cup? Because it's demonstrating the goodness of God. The queen of Sheba mm -hmm. saw God when she saw Solomon's riches and the extent of it. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. She looked at that and go, my goodness, your God is something. Mm -hmm. See, so sometimes we think the only way people can see God is we walk around with our Bibles under our hand or we walk around with long dresses down to the floor or, or, or right? You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Or quoting scripture. Like that's the only way somebody can see God. No, somebody can see God in you when you forgive them when they do something. They see yeah. God. Mm -hmm. When you have compassion on them, they see God. When, 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 when you're kind to them, they see God. And know what? When you're generous with what you have. They yes. see God. <laughs> Amen. They see God. Yep. Glory to God. So God is, he, he has a covenant that he established with, 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 with Abraham. And he established it and he reestablished that covenant with Isaac. And he reestablished that covenant with Jacob. Amen. And, 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 you know, you say, well, we're in under the New Testament now. Yeah, but 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 the bottom line is they that be Christ are, are, are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. So Abraham continues to be our spiritual father. We're spiritual descendants of Abraham. Yes. Right. And so just as 
as that covenant was part was 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 part of Isaac's life and it was part of Jacob's life. Mm-hmm. It's part of our life too yeah. in Christ Jesus. Yeah. Amen. That we're still blessed to be a blessing. But if you think you're blessed in order to just feel good and to live the life of ease, you're missing it. And you might find that God will say to you like the man who wanted to build a bigger barn, thou fool, your soul is required of you this night. Now whose things are these going to be? Yes. You know? Now who's going to have this stuff? God wants to... The Bible even said we need to be what? Rich toward God. How are we rich toward God? When when, when we take what we have and we say, Father, what do you want me to do with this? Who do you want me to bless? Yes. Amen. And you say, but I thought it was about having faith for finances. Oh, but please understand, you'll have more than enough to take care of your stuff. <laughs> right. That's the point. That's the point. Now, can we watch, can we, we got a few minutes, so let, let, let's look at something. Is anybody bothered by this? People bothered by money. Why, 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 why Christians have so much uh, head, uh, hang up on money? Especially when you don't have any. But but if someone's trying to say to you, we got to develop the a God. Don't you know there's a godly mindset mm-hmm. toward finances that if we get in line with it, we will see. Oh, God has no problem. You think God has a problem prospering his children? He doesn't. Mm-hmm. As long as he knows, right? I'm prospering you, but you're going to carry out my will in the earth. With what I give you and what I bless you with, and then you know some 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 Christians want to make everything spiritual, but when God says He's going to prosper us, He says He's going to prosper us spiritually. Why are we afraid? I don't know. And then we want to complain that we don't have money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you got a choice to make. Either you're going to say, Lord, I believe I'm redeemed from poverty and lack. I believe it's your desire to prosper me. I believe you you have blessed me so I can be a blessing. Mm-hmm. I believe that you have given me power to get wealth, that you may establish your covenant in the earth. And Lord, I'm I'm fully in line with your program. Yeah. Be it unto me according to thy word. See, we gotta be more like Mary. Yeah. Be it unto me according to thy word. And stop fighting and wrestling and debating and all the rest <laughs> of that stuff. Be it unto me according to thy word. God blessed Abraham. He said, you're going to be a blessing. Now, did he bless Abraham spiritually? Yes. But can we go just to Genesis chapter 13? Because in Genesis chapter 13, and this is just one chapter after he said, I'm going to bless you and you're going to be a blessing. In Genesis 13 in verse 1, it says, And Abram went up out of Egypt, he and his wife, and all that he had, and lot with him into the south. And it says, And Abram was very rich spiritually. No. And Abram was very rich in cattle, in silver, and in gold. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Abraham had money. Right. Abraham had resources. Abraham was very rich. Mm-hmm. Not spiritually. That's not what this says. He was rich in possessions and in gold. God had no problem blessing Abram. Mm -hmm. Had no problem blessing Abram. So why would he have a problem blessing me and you today in Christ Jesus? Amen. 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 Why would he? Especially if we're in line with, with, with with his 
with his will. Yes. And he blessed Isaac. The scriptures talk about how he blessed Isaac. Right? Remember when, mm -hmm. when Isaac when they, Isaac kept finding wells and and, and, and and they kept throwing dirt in the wells mm -hmm. and Isaac kept finding new, digging new wells, digging new wells. And I, as I said, God blessed him. Yeah. He prospered in that land. And 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 Jacob was so so blessed when he when when he went to meet Esau, he gave Esau all these gifts. Flocks and flocks and flocks. And Esau said, I don't need this. I got enough. And Jacob said, No, you need to take this. And he told him, He said, Because I have more than enough. Right. That's what he said. So so we have to 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 get into that mindset, right? One that we've been redeemed. Mm -hmm. God wants us to prosper. The Bible says God delights in the prosperity of his servants. Mm -hmm. I think that's Psalm 35 and 27. He delights in the prosperity of his servants. God delights in your prosperity. God delights in, in overflowing your cup. Right? Isn't that what David said? My cup runneth over. Yeah. Know what that means? You got more than enough. Amen. Amen. When your cup runs over, you have more than enough. Mm -hmm. And why do you have more than enough? So that you can give to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Glory to God in heaven. Amen. And that's where we that's the state we can be when we start to now realize. I'm not I'm not I'm not buying into the world's idea of I want more so I can just have everything. No, I'm not doing that. Right? I believe God wants to bless me so that he can demonstrate his goodness in my life, right? right. And then because, because I'm grateful, mm -hmm. I'm now generous. Because I really believe that, that a grateful heart is expressed in generosity. Yes. When you're grateful, you're then generous. Yep. Right. True, true gratefulness is expressed in generosity because, you know, I'm grateful for all that God has given me. So I have to bless somebody else. I I don't know how that but that's you know what I mean. It's, babe? it's, it's, it's like it, it's, it's a it's, a, it's a, a, a an outflow of true gratefulness that you want to be generous to someone else. And and if you're in that mindset and in that mode, oh, God will keep the blessings flowing. Yes, Amen. Because he knows it doesn't stop with you. He knows that you become a distribution center. He knows you become a channel of yes. blessings out in the Amen. earth. And he knows it doesn't stop with you. And he'll keep you he'll go Because God doesn't know. How, God doesn't know when. You know how the, the, the waitress go, say when, when you pour right. in the corner. You can't tell God when. God just keeps pouring. pouring. Amen. He just keeps pouring. He, he, there's no when in God. He just keeps pouring. He does exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think. Yes. When we're in line with him. Amen. Because he knows you're going to disperse. Mm -hmm. Glory to God. I want to look at one last thing and we're going to leave. We're going to come back next week, Lord willing, and we'll continue with this because it's... For, for 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 Christians who who are struggling in their finances, I just want to say this: it's time for that to stop. Right. Amen. Let's just believe that together. Amen. Let's just believe it together. Again, remember, we're living by faith. The just shall live by faith. Have faith in God. Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word. So we want to release our faith in this practical way, and that is, just as we did for healing, 
and we're continuing and always going to do for healing. We mm-hmm. want to do it as well, release our faith for finances, amen, and for sufficient mm-hmm. finances to take care of our needs, but also it's not just about that, amen. Right. It's also about being able to take care of other people's needs, mm-hmm. amen. I don't want enough money just to take care of me and my family. I don't. Amen. I want I, I, I want enough to take care of me and my family and to help other families. Yes. Amen. That's my mindset. Mm-hmm. Amen. That's my mindset. I, that's what I want. I, I want. I want God to use me to be a blessing in the earth to other families. Yes. Somebody say, give me your cell phone number, brother. I'll call you right down. (laughs) 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 Amen. Glory to God. Uh, Let's go to 2 Kings. We're going to leave here uh, after we read this. Amen. 2 Kings chapter 4. Let's look at verse 1. It says, Now there cried a certain woman of the wives of the sons of the prophets unto Elisha, saying, Thy servant, my husband, is dead, and thou knowest that thy servant did fear the Lord, and the creditor is come to take unto him my two sons to be bondmen. So this is a bad situation, right? Because her her husband was one of the sons of the prophets, mm-hmm. but he died, right. and he left them with debt. Mm-hmm. So much so that the creditor was coming to take her two sons and put them into slavery, which was customary at the time, right? Mm-hmm. If you were in debt, you know, you'd be taken into slavery or a family member or like here, the sons would be taken into slavery and they would have to work off the debt. And so verse two, Elisha says unto her, what shall I do for thee? See the heart of God, because see, Elisha's mm-hmm. the man of God. So this woman is faced with debt. And, and, and the man of God's reaction wasn't, what's that got to do with me? Right. What was his reaction? What can I do for you? Yeah. That's the heart of God, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, you have a problem? You got debt? You got bills? What can mm-hmm. I do for you? That's the heart of God right there. Mm-hmm. Amen? What can I do for you? Tell me, what has thou in the, in the house? And she said, thy handmaid hath not anything in the house save a pot of oil, except a pot of oil. Then he said, Go, borrow thee vessels abroad of all thy neighbors, even empty vessels, borrow not a few. And when thou art come in, thou shalt shut the door unto thee and upon thy sons, and shalt pour out into all those vessels, and thou shalt set aside that which is full. So she went from him and shut the door upon her and upon her sons, who brought the vessels to her, and she poured out. And it came to pass when the vessels were full that she said unto her son, bring me yet a vessel, bring me another one. And he said unto her, there is not a vessel more. There's no more vessels, no more pots. And the oil stayed. Verse seven. Then she came and told the man of God and he said, go sell the oil and pay thy debt and live thou and thy children of the rest. Mm I read that because one, as we just saw, Elijah's the prophet. He's the man of God. He carries it with him, the heart of God. And when this woman said to him, I'm in debt, Mm -hmm. the first thing he said is, what can I do for you? God wants to do something about your debt. Glory to God. Somebody needs to know that tonight. Mm -hmm. God wants to do something about your debt. Amen. 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 The other thing, though, she had to be involved. 
She had to go borrow some pots. Mm -hmm. Everything ain't spiritual. <laughs> some things are natural. Right. Amen. She had to go borrow some pots. Mm -hmm. And then she had to pour out oil. Those are just natural things. Right. right? Okay. She did that. And then the supernatural was at work because that little oil just kept pouring and pouring and pouring and pouring until she ran out of vessels, right? Yeah. And then when she ran out of vessels, she went back to the man of God and said, I got all these vessels of oil, which is valuable. Mm -hmm. But she, now that she was blessed, what did she do? She went back to the man of God and said, what do I do now? Right. See, some of us, God bless us with money and we don't go to the God who blessed us. We just go spending it. Yeah. See, when God bless you, go back to the God who blessed you and say, what do I do with the blessing you gave me? She went back to the man of God and said, what do I do with it? And he said something. Pay your bills. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he say go to the mall. <laughs> he say buy that, that, big, that big TV. Nope. He said what? Pay, pay your bills. bills. First things first. Pay your bills. And then what? And you and your sons live off the rest. Yeah. Glory to God. See, that's the part we can't miss. See, she came to him and said, I got bills. Yeah. And God blessed her to the point where it wasn't just about paying your bills. Right. But I'm giving you more than enough. Yes. Amen. Now, I'm not giving you just money for your bills. I'm giving you more than enough. Your cup runneth over, exceeding your money above all that you ask or think. I'm not just interested in paying your bills. Now pay your bills. And she had enough to live off the rest. Right. Not take a vacation. Live right. off the rest. You know how much God had blessed her? This is what we need to understand about God when it comes to our finances. You don't have enough. He's first thing to go, what can I do? And then he's going to tell you some practical things that you can do. It may be right out of budget. Yes. It may be start putting your loose change into the piggy bank. It may be, you, you know, some other practical thing. Mm -hmm. And you're going to go, what's that going to do? I don't have any money. Imagine if the woman would have said that. The credits are coming. You tell me, go borrow some pots. <laughs> Right. <laughs> whatever like Jesus mother said to the right whatever he tells you to do do it right whatever he tells you to do so when you go to God and go I got this debt no he's going to say what do you want me to do he wants to do something about it but then also he's going to want you to do something yeah. and it may be practical it may be something that doesn't make sense it may be something that doesn't seem related to your financial situation but whatever he tells you to do do it because he's in the process of giving you more than enough. Not just to pay your debt, but to live off the rest. Not just to pay your debt, but to be a blessing unto someone. Not just yes. to pay your debt, but to be able to carry out his will in the earth. Amen. Glory to God. That's why he wants us to be prosperous. Amen. And that's why he wants to bless us. And that's why he wants to take care of us financially. Amen. So we're going to get into this mindset. We're going to come back next time, Lord willing. And we'll, we'll look at more. Amen. Amen. But we, we, we want to, right? We're talking about living by faith. The just shall live by faith. Have faith in God. 
Um, and we want to make sure that when we talk about this, we're not talking about it in the abstract. Right. But we're talking about it in terms of practical implications in our lives for the things that matter. We're going to talk about faith for healing. We're going to talk about faith for finance. We're going to talk about faith for peace of mind. Amen. How many of you know you, you need peace, right? All the noise and things that are going on. We're going to talk about all these practical things because that's how God wants us to live in each one of these areas. All the things we need in our lives. They're ours by faith. Amen. Amen. Including the finances. So we're going to stop here. Praise be unto God. And we just praise God for what he shared so far. Amen. Amen. And believing that the best is yet to come. Amen. Amen. Let's pray tonight. Father, we bless your holy yes, name Father. and we thank you, God. You are a good God, a gracious God. And we just love you, Lord. Glory to God. And Father, we're praying tonight that... Um, that Father God, that our hearts are open to receive all yes, that you have Lord, for us, O oh God. And Father, I'm praying even the more that, God, that you will bind the hand of the enemy that will try to steal this word that was just sown into our spirit, yes, O oh God. Father. Father, I plead the blood of Jesus against him, O oh God. And Father, as we submit uh, to you, O oh God, we resist him steadfast in the faith. Yes. And we believe by faith in the Son of God that he flees from us. Yes. And now, God, I pray that you will release angels from around your throne to minister unto us. That, Father God, the atmosphere is perfect for us to see all that you have shown us in your word. Yes. And, Father, to receive it and to walk in it by faith. And, Father, I thank you for it now in the name of Jesus. Father, bless everyone under the sound of my voice. Yes, Continue Father. to be with them, O oh God, uh, throughout this evening and this night, O oh God. And Father God, I just pray, I pray for those who are tired tonight, God, yes, glory to you, God. Jesus. I pray for those who are tired, those who are tired and weary in their spirits, those who are yes. tired of struggling, those who are tired, oh God, of, of, of just uh, all the things that are coming against them in their lives. Father, I pray, glory to God, right now that you will blow yes, a fresh Lord, wind in you, their Jesus. soul. Glory to God. Jesus. Blow a fresh wind in their soul, oh God restore their soul, renew their strength in the yes, name of God. Jesus Christ, Jesus. that they can be like David to run through troops and leap over walls. God, I thank you right now for renewed strength. I thank you right now. Let the weak say, I am strong. strong. And thank Father, you, I bless you for it in the name of Jesus. Now, God, just thank you for what you've done. Continue to show yourself strong and mighty in our lives, and we'll continue to give you the praise. We love you, Lord. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Praise the Lord. God bless you tonight. Amen. Uh, Wednesday night Bible study. Look forward to seeing you again. Hopefully we'll see you on Sunday. Amen. Amen. Uh, until then, keep walking by faith. Amen. Walking or living by faith, right? Yes. Keep living by faith. Amen. That's my wife. I'm